When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The West Cork Sports Star Awards, live from the Celtic Ross Hotel in Roscarbury on C103. And good evening. We are live from the Celtic Ross Hotel for the West Cork Sports Star Awards. The awards are run with C103 and the Southern Star, and they recognise the best sporting talent across West Cork. And we do have so much to choose from Olympians to All Ireland GAA winners and All Ireland athletes. And we'll meet some of our award winners between now and 8 o'clock. That's ahead of a special banquet here on the hotel uh, eight or later after 8, where one of those award winners will be uh, named the overall award winner for 2021. You can catch the action also online picture-wise on the C103 socials and if you do want to wish someone well this evening you can text the word WEST followed by your message to 0862103103 or you can use our hashtag West Cork Sports Star and do at C103 Cork. But let's meet the first of our award winners this evening. And we are going to Dunmanway and we're going to the world of soccer and meeting uh, one of our monthly award winners. That is Johnny Kelly. Johnny, a very good evening to you and welcome to Ross Carberry. Good evening, JP. Uh, first of all, you have won the most sought after cup in soccer in West Cork from the West Cork Soccer League four times, uh, including three in a row. And I think the most recent was probably the most dramatic. And while people dream about winning this cup at a young age, you've achieved that. Just tell me about the winning goal, because it was two minutes, wasn't it, before the, the very final whistle when you claimed the goal and, and won that match uh, yeah it was actually um, a scorching hot day and to be honest I was actually out of my legs I was wrecked tired and <laughs> I was actually playing centre midfield and uh, I ended up in the last man and um, there was a ball that came through to me and I just said one thing in my head was get it on target and thankfully it went in under the keeper and it went in and we ended up winning the game yeah, and I mean, it was a fantastic finish. I was telling you, or you were telling me even in the monthly awards that your family were behind you when you were about to score the goal. And that was a very special moment that they were standing right in line. Do you think that adrenaline of seeing your family and your supporters maybe played a part in that as well? Yeah, it was kind of, I suppose, there was in- instincts and, um, and adrenaline. And, you know, I, uh, one thing that I'll remember forever is just turning around and looking up onto the into the stand and I just had one quick, quick uh, glance at them and I was smothered by uh, my teammates and stuff so it's a, it was an amazing feeling and it's something that I'll uh, remember forever Yeah, just fantastic and I mean you also played a part of the team with uh, Toher that won the Beamish Cup as well so that's adding into uh, to, to, to everything you've achieved with Domanwe Town and Toher Where did the interest come from for soccer with yourself? Uh, it's all started at home really everyone at home is um, um, big interested in soccer and big Man United fans for the most part and okay. you know we just spend the time playing on the lawn and in the yards and you know, when you're a young fellow you just kind of throw yourself around and yeah. you play as much as you can and the year ahead I mean a lot of pressure now considering that you have achieved this over the last few years is the, the pressure on for the man with town and indeed for yourself for to, to claim this cup again this year oh big time yeah we're, um, we're actually in the semi-final again now this year but we're mm-hmm. playing um, Clannacilty the team we beat last two years so they're going to be out for, um, out for blood I think and um, this time we have them in the, in the semi-final so looking forward to that now and um, that, that's, I think that's on next Sunday so and that'll be a tough one to, oh big time yeah training so like uh, like mad for this oh, one oh training hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay well you'll have a break from the training tonight uh, Johnny the very best of luck to you well done you should be very proud of what you achieved already and we wish you well and enjoy this evening Thanks here in the Celtic Ross that is Johnny Kelly there from the world of soccer from Dunmanway Town now next we're going to Hannah Sexton 
for road bowling and uh, Hannah was one of our monthly award winners here at the Celtic Ross Hotel West Cork Sports Star Awards with C103 and the Southern Star. Uh, Hannah, a very good evening to you and welcome here to the Ross Carberry and to the Celtic Ross Hotel. Hi, how are things? Hannah, you had an impressive uh, rise through the bowling ranks. I mean, uh, first of all, tell us where the interest came from for you first. So I suppose it literally came from my family all yeah. along. Um, we started um, about, I'd say, 12 years ago now. I've been bowling 10 or 12 years ago and literally from my dad and from Greta Cormican and Ted Hagerty, they literally just gave it to us they handed us bowling really <laughs> and it all started from there like you have a very impressive CV four All-Ireland two at under 16 and two at under 18 that's a massive achievement for someone so young I know yeah and like the first my first All-Ireland I was only 14 winning under 16 which is unbelievable it was um, it wasn't really expected to be honest but um, no it's just something to be proud of alright I'm delighted with the record but that's a good record to hold at a young age and I mean uh, one of those was won in Armagh the under 18 is there a big difference playing in Cork or Armagh I mean they're massive road bowling countries and then the sport is massive in both those counties should I say but is there a difference oh there's a huge difference is there yeah no the it'd be right, it's so competitive nearly like yeah. you go off to Armagh and you're out for you're out to kill to get the you want to show <laughs> you want to show them up really um, and try like Cork always have a strong record up in Armagh bringing home all the titles so you always just you want to do everyone down home proud when you go up there so it's it is fierce competitive when you go up the north and then winning the intermediate Munster last year that was another standout moment for yourself it was yeah it, was, it wasn't expected I've only gone up intermediate just before the pandemic and it, it was put off for a year nearly and we just went back straight away and I was in I w- I was nearly into a final then within a few months like it was just I was expecting it to last for a few years I didn't read and just build my way up but senior championship now next week already it happened fast well yeah. well done the year ahead what's in store now for the next few months so we have the European championship in May um, over in Germany so that's the plan at the moment and senior championship see how it goes with that but the main focus is Germany at the moment well best of luck in Germany and well done again in all your achievements and Thanks, enjoy the night here Thank at you. the Celtic Ross Hotel Hannah Sexton there from the world of road bowling one of our monthly award winners at the Celtic Ross Hotel West Cork Sports Star Awards with C103 and the Southern Star we are live from the Celtic Ross Hotel in Ross Carberry this evening for the awards and Eric Griffin will be along from eight with the very best of country and Irish but let's continue with GEA this time and we go to the world of Corsi Rovers and Tyg O'Sullivan uh, joins me now from Corsi Rovers a very good evening to you Tyg thanks very much and first of all I mean this was a huge occasion for Corsi as you were a part of this three years after losing a final against Charleville by just one point Corsi Rovers went on one better in the Co-op Superstores County Premier Intermediate Hurling Championship when accounting for Castle Lions and a thriller in Parky Cueve and you were captain and it was a 10 year gap ending for Corsi so it was a massive deal to get this far yeah no it was um, we're a very young team and there wasn't much fellas left in 2011 I think there was one fella starting so um it was kind of a new team from 2018. We were we, we did well to get the county final in 2018, and um, I suppose three years later, I suppose we're still a young team, and it's nice to go up in kind of a prime time. And Castle Lions, I mean, they, they were a strong team. I mean, you say you were a young team; they were a strong team, and you know, a lot of people would say that a lot of experience as well. And they were tipped at one stage just to, you know to, to beat Corsies, so it was a massive, I suppose, defeat for them. But for yourselves going into that game, it was a huge. I suppose you could say pressure on a young team facing the likes of Castle Lions and a stronghold that they are in there and their part of Cork. Yeah, no, like Castle Lions probably have been the standard bearer in our grade for the last two or three years. They've lost two county finals now, but um, we would have played them a lot the last few years. We beat them in 2018, they beat us in 2020, so doesn't, we knew there wasn't much between us. The probably pressure was on them, they were the favourites, and uh, look, it could have went either way, to be honest. It was a point, we were down eight points in the, first, in the second half, so um, look, we were just thrilled to go on to win. And sometimes when you're the favourites, as you said, it, the pressure can be on them. It can work the other way. You then went on to Munster, but it came to an end there, unfortunately, with the meeting of uh, Kilmoyle from Kerry. But it was still great for the team and for your team. I mean, you, you said again, you're a young team to get that experience within Munster. Yeah, no, we got, um, I suppose we got two games out in the Gaelic ground, which is probably a great experience for a lot of us. We won't, um, bear Sean, to be honest, we won't have much into county players in our team. We'd be very, um, kind of a level group. But uh, no, it was great. And like, 
we probably should have won the, the Munster final. We left it behind us, but we kind of got away with it in the county final, so we can't be asking too much. And uh, to be honest, it's nice to see Kilmiley. They were the first carry team to win it, so it's all school for them. Well, true. Well, the very best of luck to you. I mean, what's the the, the year ahead now for Corsi's winning the county last year? You know, no matter how much you play with with your county or with your team, even you would we'd always want to achieve that again and win. Is the pressure on now for you guys? Yeah, no, I think like we we got a tough group this year, but I don't think there's a massive difference between the Premier Intermediate and Senior A. It kind of got split mm-hmm. there two years ago, so like the top teams in the Premier Intermediate, they would be kind of battling for the Senior A if they went up. So, and you've seen that with Kilworth, Charnival, Cantorp, they've all kind of won the Premier Intermediate recently. So. Hopefully we can do the same. Well, hopefully you can. The very best of luck to you, Tygo Sullivan from Corsi Rovers. Thanks for joining us this evening here and enjoy the night at the Thank Celtic you. Ross Hotel. You're tuned to... Eight o'clock and Eric Griffin will be logged in uh, from eight with the best of country and Irish. And you can keep your text coming to us, wishing people the best of luck. You can text the word West to 0862103103. And hi to Michael, who's tuned to us in Barry Row, who's wishing all the nominees the very best tonight at the awards. So thank you, Michael, for your text. Now, a man, another man from Corsi Rovers. And the last time I spoke to this man, I was virtually, so I had to double check that I was speaking to the right guy here because there's a lot of uh, a difference when you speak to someone over a computer screen to in person and uh, he has the tux on. It's Sean Toomey. Uh, good evening to you, Sean. How's it going? I'm okay. fine, thanks. Now, a long and winding road finally took a turn for Cork as the county's under-20 hurlers won an All-Ireland title and lockdowns were impacting the award scheme here. They also delayed a lot of games, but your goal was spoken about during the game against Dublin yeah yeah no definitely it was uh, a good start to the game you know as you say you always hope to come out of the blocks early and it kind of was a gift really uh, the ball kind of came across to me and a nice start to the game especially uh, the whole team kind of we had a break between the months final and that and kind of we were look you don't know what you're coming up against with Dublin and ourselves and lack of game time and obviously when we got going then it was nice kind of have a cushion to start off with and very special to win at All-Ireland yeah, no, definitely. It's something that every fella tries to win, especially in Cork when it was so sought after the last few years that an under 20 was something that got out of our fingertips twice on the trot against Tipperary. So, again, being part of it the year before and kind of having a bit of experience, it was nice to, nice to get a hold of it this time. And now back to the hurling leagues and Cork doing so well so far in, in the hurling leagues now. So it's, it's another year uh, to get involved again. Yeah, no, definitely. There's a great group of fellas there and every fella's kind of going hard at it and looking forward to the year ahead and a good long summer, hopefully, of hurling. And the pressure's on, of course, <laughs> to follow with another win if you can. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. No, the expectations are high and every fella kind yeah. of expects each other to push each other for that kind of an all-earned is what's most sought after for every team so obviously that's what the eyes are on like yeah and I mean people are looking towards you guys for the future for the seniors so you know there's there's, there's hope some people would say and a lot of talent coming through and I think they're correct with that of course when we were speaking to Ty there he mentioned your name uh, you were involved in some parts with Corsi's and when you're playing with Corsi's a lot of people say that they love playing with their team but also it's very important to play with your county how do you find playing with both of them uh, is, is it tough training wise or I mean, when you're involved anyway, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, well, no. Well, these days, obviously, like the, the SNCs with both teams and everyone keeps great contact, you know, there's no player overloaded and now the use of GPSs and the whole lot. Yeah. That fella, no fella is overloaded with training and stuff. And uh, no, like, it's great to play for both. Obviously, you love going back to your club and you kind of uh, bring a standard of your training to the lads back home. And they really stepped it up this year. You saw it in both camps that there was, you know, fellas training hard and it was nice to go back into both teams and have success with them and stuff like that it was obviously lovely yeah true yeah and it is and it's, it's great I think for everybody to be back training again considering that you know they couldn't train for so many months during the pandemic so people are, are happy to be at that again for the moment Sean the best of luck to you this year Definitely. hope it all goes well that is Sean told me there from Corsi Rovers enjoy your night tonight Perfect. here at the Celtic Ross Hotel we are live right through until 8 o'clock for the West Cork Sports Star Awards here uh, with C103 and the Southern Star live from Ross Carberry and we'll continue to meet more of our sport awardees after this break the West Cork Sports Star Awards, live from the Celtic Ross Hotel in Ross Carberry on C103. 
and welcome back live from Ross Carberry right through until 8 o'clock with the West Cork Sports Star Awards. We have a mixture of awardees this evening and we'll continue and speak to one of our Olympians because Paul O'Donovan and Fintan McCarthy rode to gold at the Olympics last year. The pair became the first Irish rowers in history to claim a gold medal at the Olympics beating Germany in the lightweight doubles and Fintan, uh, one of the duo, joins me here this evening in Ross Carberry. Good evening to you Fintan. Hi JP, how are you? And I mean we can talk about the race again because it's something I think that we all want to experience once again. People were up in the early hours watching this and watching you guys win. You had pressure from the Italians but it was the Germans who put it up to you. I mean even though we're speaking now nearly a year on are you still in the headset of being there on the boat on that day? Um, no, I think you know it's it's uh, it's been a while now. Like yeah. you said, I can't believe it's been nearly a, a year. But um, yeah, I think we've put put that to bed now and kind of reflected on it enough. And yeah, looking forward to the next the next few races and the next few years, really. But you have to admit the massive success it was winning a gold for Ireland. I mean, I mentioned there in the intro, the first Irish rowers in history to claim a gold medal. I mean, you know, that, that hasn't been achieved before when you guys from Skibbereen have done that. So you, even though it's a year on nearly at this stage, you still have to take credit, <laughs> credit yeah. for what it is. It's huge. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's been great. And, um, you know, everyone at home is so happy for us as well. So coming back to coming back here and kind of thinking about it and celebrating tonight is, is really special as well. And you were aware, well you weren't aware at the time because when you were in your, your own zone over there, the amount of signs around West Cork, everybody was up in the early hours of the morning, I think it was 2 or 3am and the lights were on in the various houses all watching your race. You, you didn't know the impact of how much support you were getting while you were over there though, did you, until you came back? Yeah, um, yeah I know, I think when we're you know when you're over there you're kind of in the zone and not really thinking about stuff like that but i remember warming up for the final my my mind kind of just went to everyone at home being up at four o'clock in the morning just for a split second but then it was we were back in back in race mode yeah that's the thing and uh, from the olympics then you know you came back you had success also within the rowing championships yeah yeah we had the so we had henley after the Olympics and then we had the National Rowing Champ so it was really nice to get home and put the skip one piece back on again because we don't get to do it very often now yeah. with the international girls and stuff so yeah that was really special and we raced with a load of our club mates and stuff which was yeah it was really good and do you I know that the gold is a huge achievement but it's like the GA players they say they you know they, they play with their county it's fantastic but they feel a lot more sometimes when they win with their club is it a similar with rowing when you're rowing with Skibbereen is that a similar feeling oh yeah 100% like champs is the pinnacle of our season every year since we were since we were young so it's always really you know competitive and special to get to represent the club again and well there's competitions this year and you're in training the olympics in two years time now wasn't it 2024 preparations underway i presume for that yeah yeah they're getting closer um so we've to qualify next year so it's like they're they've come straight back around there's yeah. no yeah there hasn't been much respite but that's how we like it I think well it keeps in your toes yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> well uh, well done you're always smiling I'll give you that and the, the roar that you gave when you won the gold that time was fantastic so uh, Fintan uh, enjoy tonight uh, by the way we, a lot of the Olympians and the ones that won gold from the UK some of them they've got on to do some reality TV have you any interest in reality TV I'm a celebrity any of those no <laughs> Um, I wouldn't mind a crack at I'm a safety. Oh, all right, yeah, okay. It'd be quite fun. But the bugs we'll and stuff wouldn't push you off, no? No, no, I oh. think that'd be a bit of me, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, I never know. <laughs> we could be getting an knock from ITV to head off to I'm a Celebrity. Your counterpart, Paul, had no interest when I was asking him in the oh. monthly awards, so you won't be going with Paul, but you never know. Somebody else might go along and eat a few snails or whatever they give you. <laughs> uh, for the moment, Fintan, enjoy tonight. You'll have no snails here tonight, but Thank enjoy the much. enjoy the uh, celebrations. That is Fintan McCarthy of Skibbering Rowing and, of course, our gold Olympian winner and one of our monthly award winners here at the West Cork Sports Star Awards. Also, let's stay with the world of Olympics and Emily Hagerty, uh, who also was in the Olympics and, of course, was a part of the Irish women's crew to win an Olympic medal after they powered to a terrific third place in a thrilling women's women's 4A final on the Sea Forest Waterway in Tokyo and Emily a very good evening and thanks for joining us here in Ross Carberry. Thank you for having me. Now describe that feeling and winning a gold medal we heard there from Fintan what he said I mean it was a huge achievement to think that like what Fintan achieved you were the first Irish women's crew to achieve this. 
Um, we actually won a bronze medal, sorry. Bronze, sorry, bronze, yeah. He won the um, gold, you won yeah. won bronze, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. No, to be I'm fair. I'm getting carried away with, uh, <laughs> with Finton's gold. Go on, sorry. Um, no, to be fair, it was such an unreal feeling at the time. And like, I definitely think, you know, it was the past few years have been a massive breakthrough for women's mm. rowing in Ireland. So, yeah, no, definitely, hopefully that's the ball rolling and many more to come over the next few years. And it was a very strong competition in that race because you had the Australians as well with you and then the, uh, those from the Netherlands at the other side. So you really had to push to get that bronze. Yeah. It was, it was fourth place was, was really calling the Aussies and the Netherlands put it up to you for that yeah I guess um, we had seen the speed that like the Netherlands and G- GB had mm-hmm. before the event like we had raced them previously whereas the Australian girls we we had heard rumours that they were very very fast but you know we didn't get a chance to race them over two years so yeah no they definitely it was a good really good race and you know we were really really lucky to be able to power through in the end and the next Olympics only two years away now is training already underway for that and are you going to, to take part in the next Olympics um, hopefully all things going well yeah there's a really great, great group of girls training at the NRC now so yeah no training as normal now again getting ready for the next racing season coming up in the next few weeks and what's ahead for you then before before the next Olympics what, what's ahead for you this year uh, training wise and indeed rowing wise yeah this year there'll be another few kind of training camps and stuff and then we'll have the European Championships World Cup regattas and we'll be racing the World Championships in September and then next year will be qualification year so hopefully that'll kick things off and you know at the time you were hoping that this historic success for the Irish women's forward that it can inspire more women to get involved in rowing it, we are seeing that it has and we're in the bronze and you've been here at the hotel and elsewhere with the bronze is showing that it, it is bringing more women, women into sport not only rowing but all sports are you happy when you see that and even see younger people maybe in your own rowing club looking up to the likes of you and Aoife and others yeah definitely I think it's such a great time to be a woman in sport in Ireland as well like across all, across the board like Irish women are doing so well in sports and it's really really great to see and you know it obviously is inspiring younger girls coming up you know considering there's just so many now so many big names well again Emily congratulations to you well done on that bronze enjoy your evening here and uh, we'll hopefully have more conversations over the next few years when you win more medals I'm sure for Ireland for the moment Emily thanks for joining us this evening Emily Hagerty uh, part of the Olympians who represented Ireland winning a bronze of course with the Irish women's crew. And let's stay with the Olympians. Aoife Casey also was one of our Olympians here from Skibbereen who went along and represented us. And, I mean, so many Olympians, first of all, in one spot for one evening. It's just fantastic. I mean, first of all, Aoife, good evening and welcome to Ross Carberry. Hi, thanks very much. Uh, were you overjoyed when you qualified for the Olympics? Yeah, definitely. Um, me and Margaret, my partner, definitely was a whirlwind of a last, last year because we didn't qualify um, with um, Finton the pre- year previous at the World Champs. We actually qualified at the last chance regatta. So we definitely went into that regatta as underdogs and I suppose we were both only 21 years old. So um, crossing that line and realising that we actually had a ticket booked to Tokyo was a really um, surreal experience. And the experience then when you made your Olympic debut in the heat of the women's lightweight double skulls, uh, that was in the early hours of a Saturday morning in Tokyo, a bit like Finton race there the lights were on in many houses across <laughs> West Cork watching you uh, from Tokyo that morning and, and that he just described that to us uh, for, for an experience that was for you guys yeah definitely it was a, such a good experience I think we kind of approached it like any other normal race mm. but definitely like even the heat over in Tokyo and the humidity was so warm and so hot but we definitely we just stuck to our race plan and executed the race as best we could and just kind of took it race by race tried to improve each 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 round so really and truly we did our best and really happy with the experience and of course you won't know how you react in the heat until you physically get over there well, what was the impact I mean when you went over and started training and you, you feel the heat initially when you land in Tokyo are you worried or did you do you think differently or stick to the plan that you have already no in fairness we did a good bit of heat training before that so okay. we'd be in the sauna with the lads after, the, <laughs> after each training session we were when we were on training camp in Spain and definitely that definitely stood to us so when, it, when we actually got, got to Tokyo actually wasn't too bad we kind of enjoyed it we put on our sun cream on the shades and the big, the big bucket hat but we survived it was good and of course uh, in the Irish lightweight women's double with Margaret Crimmon you finish a brilliant eighth overall so fantastic and well done to you you both on representing Ireland of course many people will ask how did you get into rowing you have a very famous dad <laughs> yeah, Dominic so Casey definitely yeah, rowing was definitely a background um, back in back my house all of us rowed when we were young and 
dad being a coach at the at the club in Skib was definitely a good motivator and I think both mom and dad have national titles to their names so it was definitely just a, a rite of passage that I found my way into a rowing boat but never looked back never looked back yeah, yeah and you had no choice I'd say but to get into that rowing boat <laughs> <laughs> Dominic was making sure you were go- going to get into it but in fairness you have and you've achieved that so well done Aoife and the very best of luck to you uh, for the next few years I presume you're going to be competing like the rest of the guys uh, for the Olympics ahead as well yeah yeah definitely so it'll be busy finishing up my college degree now in the next few weeks oh. and then full tilt towards Paris touch wood what's the college degree in uh, medical and health sciences oh, hey, so. and the exams are around the corner the Easter yeah. break next week isn't it I have, my th- I have to submit my final year thesis next week and then back to a few more exams and then I'll be over the line <laughs> okay the exams are over then and yeah then you can celebrate a bit then where are you in college 100% UCC yeah, okay so you can celebrate well, there's a number of them here from UCC tonight um, so you can sure celebrate once the exams are over including our own C103 Street Fleet so you'll have a, a big celebration for the moment Eva. thanks very much and well done again and Thank congratulations so enjoy your night tonight Eva Casey there one of our many Olympians tonight with us at the Celtic Ross Hotel in Ross Carberry we are live right through until 8 o'clock this evening and we'll meet some of our Olympians and indeed uh, we'll also be meeting all our monthly award winners across between now and eight. They're here for a banquet that will go on late into the night here at the cut. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Dick Ross Hotel in Ross Carby. Let's continue though and let's go from the world of Olympics and rowing to cross-country. And I'm joined by Jane Buckley. A very good evening to you, Jane. Thank you, you too. And thanks for joining us. Now, you won gold in November, winning the under-20 women's 4,000 metres race. And this was at the National Cross-Country Championships. A massive achievement for you at a very young age. You're only 18, aren't you? Yeah, I'm 18 now. So one more year left in this age and then I'll be done. So I was young enough. That was a huge achievement to to, to get that far and win that for the under-20s. Thank you, yeah. Yeah. I wasn't really expecting to win it, but... Weren't you? No. Okay. (laughs) But it did, and it paid off. Uh, Then you were part of the Ireland women's under-20 team, and at the European Cross-Country Championship, this was held in Abbottstown in Dublin. Just tell us about that as well, and I suppose what's that leading into for this year then for you? Um, That last year, I got through to that after I won the Mm All-Ireland, and I'd never run with Ireland before, so that was my first time, and... The race was just extremely fast. I wasn't expecting it, to be honest, but it was a very good experience because it started me off, I guess. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and gosh, you're moving on. And I mean, you were telling me at the monthly awards, a big move for you this year because you were, you are going to be heading stateside. Yeah, I'll be heading in the end of August to do my college over in Providence in America. So 
that will be interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's your first time away from, from home for you, isn't it? From want to be, yeah? Yeah, that will be my first time, so... And is that a scholarship that you've got with Providence? Yeah, that's a running scholarship. So I'll be running for the college and they'll be giving me what I need to run, really. That's a huge achievement. Congratulations. Massive achievement. And you will follow on on the footsteps of two more West Cork athletes. Um, Laura Nicholson from Bandon Athletic Club. She was also over in a college in America, wasn't she? Yeah, she's in another college in America. And there's a few others. From, There's a few more have, yeah. have travelled over as well. And, and when would you? When does that happen for you? When are you going to travel? Um, we're going over in the end of August to like move over. But mm-hmm. next week I'm going over to visit. Okay. So yeah. hopefully you like it. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you will. It's, it's in a fantastic location, and it will give you a feel anyway when you go over there of what it's like. So you, is there, are you in your leaving set this year? Yeah, I'm doing my leaving set at the moment. So okay. I have orals next week. So oh, the very best yeah, of luck with that. <laughs> the leaving set then is start of June, isn't it? Yeah, Saturday June, so... Once that's done, Once that's done yeah. you, you can relax then and, and, and look forward to moving to America. Well, well done on what you've achieved. It's fantastic for a young age and the very best of luck on moving to the States and more importantly, best of luck with the Leaving Search. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, Jane, for me. <laughs> thank you for joining us. Jane Buckley there from the World of Cross Country joining us this evening at the Celtic Ross Hotel in Ross Carberry for the West Cork Sports Star Awards with C103 and the Southern Star. We'll meet more of our monthly award winners after this break. The West Cork Sports Star Awards live from the Celtic Ross Hotel in Ross Carberry on C103. And we're with you until 8 o'clock meeting some of the monthly award winners here at the Celtic Ross Hotel in Ross Carberry. But one award winner that can't be with us this evening is Phil Healy and she represented Ireland as well at the Olympics. A huge achievement and indeed representation from Phil. And I spoke to Phil Healy during the week ahead of tonight's event qualifying for the Olympics isn't just about the Olympic year like it's years and years that go into it um, ever before you're like even at the the margins of qualifying uh, it all adds up so yeah it um, has massive sacrifices massive dedication that's required and that's testament to Shane my coach and everybody supporting me around me um, to get there but to get there then in three events took extra work again so I definitely give um, a headache for Shane planning the races different things like that and especially with the way the, the qualification system changed as well in athletics it makes it tougher but uh, no it was there to be there in one event is unbelievable to put it there in three events is just is just extra special and let's talk about the events I mean first of all the 4 by 400 metres mixed you got into the final there in the Olympics what was that like just a great achievement 100% and like we had a name going out there of uh, running 314 um, the national record was 316 but we ended up running 312 so even that alone like we shattered the national record but to secure qualification for the final that's insane like getting to the Olympics is one thing but getting to the Olympic final is just unbelievable and I knew that was going to be my best shot of getting to the Olympic final was a part of that relay so that was I'm going to be an Olympic finalist all the time like that can never be taken away from me so like that was massive and then we we turned the focus to the individual definitely was tough because it was such a tar- short turnaround and you have the highs and lows of it as well like you've just been in an Olympic final and then you have to bring yourself back down to bring yourself back up again so I did fall short in both of them and fatigue definitely played a factor from the from the relay so initially I was very disappointed but looking back I have to be delighted knowing that I did get there in, um, with the relay but like as well the relay is parked to a certain element and you have to focus on the individual and you're training every day to perform individually um, but then the 400 um, the day after the the 200 I did finish 24th overall the top 24 go to um, the semi but there was a girl that got an automatic queue in another heat that did have a slower time than me but that's the luck of the draw but uh, uh, to run sub 52 um, in that race that definitely gave me comfort walking away from the games that they were a success um, and knowing that I gave that performance on my fourth race of the championships in like five days Well that's true Phil because I mean it was only a very short space of time between both races and you just missed up by mere seconds so I mean you, you wouldn't be too hard on yourself for that considering the conditions over there it was very warm as well so that wouldn't be natural to be doing so much in such a short space of time a hundred percent and like five hundredths of a second in the two hundred, seven hundredths of a second in the four hundred, that is such, such tiny margins. Um but yeah, it was really hot and humid conditions and I was prepared for them um going over so I didn't have that adjustment um compared to some of the 
other athletes but uh, yeah it's hard it's an Olympic Games there's, there's so much more that come with an Olympic Games than just going out and running it's the heightened emotions the heightened maybe that heightened pressure but yeah to come out and do it on my fourth race I was uh, thrilled do you think now those coming through who are maybe are joining Bandit Athletic Club and others it will have a knock-on effect for new athletes I definitely think so and across all sports like I'd say after um, the boys uh, got the silver in 2016 I'd say there was a lot more um, picking up rowing just because you're exposed to it and the same with the with the boxing they see the success with that but uh, definitely with athletics and it's athletics is the foundation for a lot of sports so it'll definitely transfer over so um, I would highly recommend um, joining the athletic club trying all the different events you don't have to like when I was younger certainly wasn't one that was winning I was trying all the different events and it transferred to me for like Camogie football soccer before I fully focused on the athletics when I was about 17, 18 so yeah you don't have to be this uh, massive sensation when you're younger it's just about sticking with it and uh, making sure that you enjoy it most of all And that was Phil Healy speaking to me during the week from the world of athletics. Another one of our Olympians and monthly award winners here at the Celtic Grants Hotel West Cork Sports Star Awards. We are live from Ross Carberry this evening until 8 o'clock here on C103 across West Cork. And the guest speaker this evening here at the awards is Ronnie Whelan, the legend in the world of football, most notably, of course, having represented Ireland and played for Liverpool during an impressive career. He joins me here in our Ross Carberry studio this evening. Good evening to you, Ronnie. Thank you very much for inviting me. And thank you for coming down. And indeed, what, a, what an honour it is to have you here. I mean, first of all, you're a man who is big into your sport. Are you impressed with the amount of talent we have here in West Cork, from Olympians to All-Ireland champions? Yeah, it's amazing. I wasn't really aware of how big they all were when I was, when I was coming down. And then when you read about what they've won and Olympians, and as you've just said, it's... Um, it's amazing how much they, they, they've really achieved. Yeah, and it's a great honour for just one region of Cork to think that we have that talent here. I mean, you know, it's just fantastic. But uh, for yourself, many people will know your own record, Ronnie, in, in sport. Uh, but a lot of people would like to know what you make, I suppose, of the current Republic of Ireland soccer team. And they have played well and well in the last number of weeks, especially. And they're gelling well as a team as well. A lot of new players, they're gelling well. The confidence is growing in them, we think anyway. Do you think that they will progress in the right way? going ahead yeah I was happy when um, Stephen came in because it looked um, through his club career that he got teams to play yeah. to play football we've gone through the years of Trapattoni and different people along the way um, he's got a way that he wants his team to play football they may not be the greatest players in the world but if you can get them all around the same way the passing the, the belief in what the manager wants them to do the confidence that the manager gives them to go and pass from the back, which is what they're doing. Um, if they can get that to the younger ages as well, and then they all grow up the same way, I think he's done a great job so far. And there's a few pundits that says, no, we don't really want them in there but his results have been brilliant and what do you make of that when you hear the pundits that say that because his first few months in the job maybe it was unfair but people were saying he's not the right man they should go somewhere else that he you know it was only League of Ireland but we saw what he achieved within the League of Ireland and I thought there was a similarity to the start of Jack Charlton's career the way that he started and look what happened after a few years with Jack Charlton I mean when Jack started first no one gave him a chance and look how he turned things around you know when he started in the job and I'm watching games and I'm thinking this is different and this is better than what we've seen for a long time leave the fella there for a while let him try and build a squad we haven't got players that are playing for Liverpool Man United and that we used to have unfortunately but you don't always need the great players from great clubs to become a good team and this is becoming a team that's very very difficult to beat very very difficult to score against um, I'm very very positive for the future with Stephen in the, in the job and, and hopefully he continues in it and then we start qualifying for tournaments again Yeah and hopefully we do I mean we want to qualify for the tournament in 2028 isn't it if, if we do get the, yeah. the championship here in Ireland in the UK you want to be playing in your own backyard don't you for that Yeah but it would be great wouldn't I imagine um, It'd be huge for fans Yeah with the Euros that was in Ireland and thing we missed out on didn't we as well yeah. uh, in, in England um, we missed out on that and we all thought we, we may qualify for it and it'd be brilliant all the games uh, the Aviva didn't happen no 
let's look forward to the next time. And I, I, I think what he's doing and how he's progressing... I think we will do. Well, hopefully we do. I mean, I was at the Euros 2016 in Paris, in, in France, but I was at the matches in Paris. And I mean, the atmosphere uh, before we ever got to a game was just incredible. If we can bring that to Ireland, we'll just have some, some summer. Um, just speaking on Liverpool, as you were obviously hugely in that club, uh, Liverpool doing well as well this season. And Cork by Cuevin Kelleher from Man, who has West Cork connections. I mean, he really is the star, isn't he? And is. given the fact that they have written to his old club, Ring Man Rangers, this week as well. It's brilliant that you He's got in the team and when he, in, in, in the cup final that Klopp let him play he yeah. finished the game um, yeah magnificent I, I, he wasn't on the radar as a lot of people that Liverpool sign now are not on the radar like Diaz coming in the other month and people are going well he signed him Jota from Wolverhampton all these players are coming in and, and doing great jobs and Cuivin has done a, a magnificent job when he's been given his, his place in the team um, the manager seems to love him. You, you listen to the things he says about him. But I've never seen a goalkeeper so calm and so collected. <laughs> He'd have left a right foot. He, he just nothing seems to phase him. It's difficult for him as well to stay at Liverpool because of Alisson. And you start to wonder, will he at some stage go, well, I need something. I need to go and play somewhere else. Um, I hope not. But it's, it's up to Cuivain if he wants to stay behind Alisson. But Alisson will be there for a long time, unfortunately, for him. That he might be better you know, for his own career to go somewhere else and be the main, the main man. Well, that's what you're looking at, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's true. And very finally, you work yourself in, in media as a soccer pundit in, in many channels. Do you enjoy that, uh, commenting on the various games and, I suppose, making criticisms or not-so-criticisms and, and yeah. getting the feedback from the public? Well, yeah, the thing is, when you make a criticism of, of something or someone... 50% of people are going to say you're wrong 50% of people are going to say you're right so it's very and I'm, I'm trying to stay off um, social media because sometimes <laughs> some people can be very very cruel when you go on social media after doing a commentary and it's, it's, it's not the end of the world if you get something wrong but, no, but they uh, are yeah, very cruel. I, I love doing it they are very cruel in social media <laughs> you're better off to stay, stay away from it to be honest and you've obviously as I mentioned the media there you work with our own soccer correspondent Trevor Welch you have worked with yes. Trevor over the years yeah. with uh, TV3 and Virgin as well yeah yeah you've been to many matches with him so he sends his wishes tonight to you great and he says have a good night Ronnie enjoy the night tonight you're here for a fireside conversation with Joe McCarthy from the Southern Star so we'll enjoy that later in the banquet for the moment thanks for joining us this evening here in our Ross Carberry studio that is the legends of from the world of soccer, Liverpool and Ireland, Ronnie Whelan. Thank you, Ronnie, for joining us. We'll go from soccer now to rugby. And Gavin Coombs was named Munster Rugby Player of the Year last year for 2021. Now, as Gavin is away at the moment, of course, big match tomorrow for Munster as they take on Leinster. I spoke with him briefly before coming on air and I asked him, does he prepare differently when he's training with either Munster or indeed with Ireland? Well, for me, to be honest, I, I try to take every week, just week on week, and and not add any pressure so I can go out and impose my game on whatever situation is going to arise at the weekend. So for me, uh, not a whole pile changes. Um, look, I obviously haven't played in front of a big Aviva, so that's something I'm looking forward to. If I'm lucky enough to get the opportunity and to, to sing the national anthem, that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. And, that will be a special moment and I'm sure preparations during that week will be a bit different but look week yeah. and week for me is, is the message I've always had you know I think everyone's excited and you know to be part of that group and to, to be learning from the lads around me like Jack Conan you know who's gone on Lions tour and, and different lads like that it's just uh, is is a good learning curve and you know it's a good place a good environment to be in and, and that's where I want to be so Gavin Coombs there speaking to me earlier of course in action tomorrow with Munster to take on Leinster and we wish him the very best of luck he's also uh, teaming up with Fanine Witchley another winner here previous winner uh, of the West Cork Sports Star Monthly Awards and Josh Witchley involved as well in that team Bush C103's own Paddy Palmer joins me now one of the adjudicators here this evening at the West Cork Sports Star Awards Paddy a very good evening to you 
Thank you, JP. You're looking very well in your tux. Yeah, thank you, my friend. There we are. If you want photos of Pody, just go along now to the C103 socials and you could admire him yourself there on the uh, C103 Facebook, Twitter and indeed Instagram. I'm sure he'll have pictures up on his own. I was saying there to uh, Ronnie, isn't it fantastic to think for a region of Cork here just in West Cork, the amount of sporting talent we have, all young people and there's so many challenges as you know today, Pody, uh, and even from your own profession of teaching, so many t- challenges for young people to think that they're achieving all Ireland medals, Olympic medals and achieving so much locally. Yeah, absolutely, no doubt about it, JP, and it just shows that, uh, you know, the infrastructure that's here in West Cork for young people that want to get involved in sport and um, I think that's so important and thankfully today the government seems to be getting on hand and, and recently you saw all those capital grants like if you came down here 15 years ago, every bob had to be raised by the local people, but now the government are realising that these sports clubs are providing this this sporting capital and all they need to do is, is is to invest in it and like you know yourself from experience investing in young people in sport is going to pay off in not alone like we have the creme de la creme here but what about all the other people that just take part in sport for participation reasons and uh, I think that's so important and we are looking in West Cork, to be quite honest with you, and you see the uh, variety of sports and the sports clubs. You know, there's something for everybody, and there is, what I'm trying to say, there's really no excuse for anybody not to want to get involved in sport in West Cork. And, you know, I, I, I think that's an incredible thing to be able to say about the region, and it's interesting that I noticed a few, a, a few people outside the area of West Cork were saying, you know, we think we should be honoured in these awards. And I'm telling you, John Paul, they're well east, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's incredible from a supporting point of view. It's, an, it, it's, it's also so important from the area because I can't think of any place in Ireland, any other county, where a part of the county is nearly a, a county in itself. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's wonderful. And... You know, we're walking here tonight. There are world champions in this hall tonight. Yeah. The best in the world, yeah. right? And they're mixing with uh, people from other clubs. I, I, I mentioned the boys from Randlock, right? Here they are, rubbing shoulders with the, with the very best in the world. And they themselves are the epitome of what sports clubs are about. And finally, I remember during the pandemic, I added up all the amount of money that was raised uh, by GA clubs in particular, Camogie Ladies Football, and it came to almost one million euro. Wow! Yeah, exactly. Huge amount so, of money. So, so, like, we're so lucky that these sports clubs are not alone producing these great athletes, but are also doing so much for society in West Cork. And speaking of society, they are getting when we see from the, from the rowers in particular and those involved in athletics, they they see the achievements. No, it's hard to win what they're winning, but they get want to get involved. So you're seeing more young people then getting involved in those sports rather than getting involved in something else they shouldn't be involved in. So it's having a knock-on effect, isn't it? Oh, it's incredible the knock-on effect it has. And, like, you were lucky enough that you now joined this awards and you've met these people every month, mm. right? And their sporting achievements is one side of them, but they're wonderful personalities. They're so rounded, and you couldn't have better ads for participation of sport. Aside from winning the great medals that they do, but the benefits to the people them, th- themselves. So, look, I couldn't laud it. Uh, loud enough and uh, you know these awards uh, I'm only here now because I'm an old man but the people <laughs> that are, are driving this thing play a big role in it as well because and, and you know what I think is so wonderful the respect that the top athletes in the, like we have the top athletes in the world who show savage respect for this for this awards for this award scheme yeah. and what does that tell you about them as well only that they're wonderful people and the, and, and, the, and the people that work in the clubs John Paul can't be thanked enough can't be thanked yeah, enough yeah true very true we're going to very quickly get a word with uh, Maeve uh, Maeve O'Neill and Polly thank you for that uh, before we wrap up Maeve O'Neill is our overall junior award winner here for athletics and Maeve is from Ballina Carica and a member of Donny Athletic Club uh, Maeve well done to you you've some stats I could be here for an hour chatting to you alone uh, first of all, I want to chat about you breaking the record held by Sonia O'Sullivan. That was a massive achievement. Yeah, it was great. Um, I suppose I love to break a record of such a well-established um, athlete and she'd be a big icon of mine. So it was great to take her record. 
and well done to you for, for taking that and you won gold in recent times in the junior women's 800 metres at the National Indoor Championships and then you achieved one of the best performances at the National Indoor Juvenile Championships so congratulations uh, gold's all round here tonight yeah thank you so much it was a great race um, I suppose I was taking our championship best off of a past Olympian so pretty happy with that as well and you year ahead a busy year ahead for you as well now Maeve uh, more championships ahead for you yeah I suppose um, my biggest aim would be to go to the world of 20s in Colombia um, so trying to get the qualification standard for that will be my main aim well the very best of luck to you with that Maeve and we'll be speaking to you later on I think I'm on stage with you presenting you with your overall award so we'll chat to you then for the moment thanks for joining us Maeve O'Neill there from the world of athletics from Ballinacarraga and a member of Dohany Athletic Club and very finally he's making a star entrance towards the very end sneaking in before we just sign off in about two minutes we heard from Fintan McCarthy Paulo Donovan of course who rode with Fintan rode to gold in the Olympics last year the pair became the first Irish rowers in history to claim that gold medal Paul good evening and thanks for joining us here in Ross Carberry. JP, no worries. Thanks very much for having me. And I know we spoke before about this. I mean, still people will speak about this race for years to come. They're still looking at their TV early hours of the morning here and the pressure from the Italians and the Germans in that race. We spoke to Finton. He can still visualise it. Can you still remember that quite clearly? Uh, sure, I forgot to order there and she started banging on about it. No, but, um, yeah. I suppose, yeah, it's hard to forget things really sometimes, but... Um, yeah, no, it's very, very hard race. Like, and uh, okay, I was saying the Germans were, were really put it up to us, um, and then Joe you know, the two of us kind of dug in at the end and, and put on a bit of a surge, and we got through them. So that was that was pretty good, like going. Um, so we, yeah, it was a good, good result, you know. And uh, it's good, good to be back here now in the Celtic Cross and all the young ones as well now. So we we're up against it uh, with all the competition. So we are trying to win the overall. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and more people have followed your footsteps and want to get involved in rowing. So you have it proves they have followed you when you see the younger talent coming through. Uh, you love these local awards. A party alluded to it there. People do like coming home to the local local awards and I mean uh, while we're speaking about this tonight I said to Fintan about the two years time at the Olympics which is coming around fast your preparations on the way for that oh yeah yeah like this is it sure we've, we've only half the time now that we yeah. we usually have basically so um I would on trying to do a bit of schoolwork as well on the side so I'm kind of busy <laughs> with that and then we'll kind of crack on with things then for the summer uh, but um you know like that there's a Gary and, and, and Jake's brother um, or Fintan's brother Jake brother, yeah. are there as well and so the pressure's really on like for the next few years it'll be very exciting times Well I could talk to you all evening before we're just about to wrap up here so thanks Paul for coming in right at the end we appreciate that thanks very much enjoy the night I know you will and we'll chat to you no doubt over the next year or so well done again on no the worries. gold Thanks very much Thanks indeed. very much Paul O'Donovan there uh, who along with Fintan wrote gold at the Olympics so he'll be uh, again recognised tonight here along with all the other award winners my thank you to all the award winners here this evening the best of luck to all of those and whoever which one will become the overall winner for 2021 at the Celtic Ross Hotel West Cork Sports Star Awards with C103 and the Southern Star uh, my thanks here by the way to all the team this evening uh, in the Celtic Ross to Helen and Neil of the Celtic Ross Hotel Ken Parrish and the C103 Street Fleet and Ken was also on sound this evening my thanks to Graham Mortel who was on sound back at base uh, enjoy your weekends I'm John Paul McNamara from Ross Carberry a very good evening the West Cork Sports Star Awards, live from the Celtic Ross Hotel in Ross Carberry on C103. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.